section four of the rover volume one number eleven this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org the rover volume one number eleven edited by seba smith and lawrence labrie section four jacqueline death lies on her like an untimely frost upon the sweetest flower of all the field shakespeare dear mother is it not the bell i hear yes my child the bell for morning prayers it is sunday to-day i had forgotten it but now all days are alike to me hark it sounds again louder louder open the window for i love the sound there the sunshine and the fresh morning air revive me and the church bell oh mother it reminds me of the holy sabbath mornings by the loire so calm so hushed so beautiful now give me my prayer-book and draw the curtain back that i may see the green trees and the church spire i feel better to-day dear mother it was a bright cloudless morning in august the dew still glistened on the trees and a slight breeze wafted to the sick chamber of jacqueline the song of the birds the rustle of the leaves and the solemn chime of the church bells she had been raised up in bed and reclining upon the pillow was gazing wistfully upon the quiet scene without her mother gave her the prayer-book and then turned away to hide a tear that stole down her cheek at length the bells ceased jacqueline crossed herself kissed a pearl crucifix that hung around her neck and opened the silver clasps of her missal for a time she seemed wholly absorbed in her devotions her lips moved but no sound was audible at intervals the solemn voice of the priest was heard at a distance and then the confused responses of the congregation dying away in inarticulate murmurs ere long the thrilling chant of the catholic service broke upon the ear at first it was low solemn and indistinct then it became more earnest and entreating and as if interceding and imploring pardon for sin and then arose louder and louder full harmonious majestic as it wafted the song of praise to heaven and suddenly ceased then the sweet tones of the organ were heard trembling thrilling and rising higher and higher and filling the whole air with their rich melodious music what exquisite accords what noble harmonies what touching pathos the soul of the sick girl seemed to kindle into more ardent devotion and to be rapt away to heaven in the full harmonious chorus as it swelled onward doubling and redoubling and rolling upward in a full burst of rapturous devotion then all was hushed again once more the low sound of the bell smote the air and announced the elevation of the host the invalid seemed entranced in prayer her book had fallen beside her her hands were clasped her eyes closed her soul retired within its secret chambers then a more triumphant peal of bells arose the tears gushed from her closed and swollen lids her cheek was flushed she opened her dark eyes and fixed them with an expression of deep adoration and penitence upon an image of the saviour on the cross which hung at the foot of the bed and her lips again moved in prayer her countenance expressed the deepest resignation she seemed to ask only that she might die in peace and go to the bosom of her redeemer the mother was kneeling by the window with her face concealed in the folds of the curtain 
she arose and going to the bedside of her child threw her arms around her and burst into tears my dear mother i shall not live long i feel it here this piercing pain at times it seizes me and i cannot cannot breathe my child you will be better soon yes mother i shall be better soon all tears and pain and sorrow will be over the hymn of adoration and entreaty i have just heard i shall never hear again on earth next sabbath mother kneel again by that window as to-day i shall not be here upon this bed of pain and sickness but when you hear the solemn hymn of worship and the beseeching tones that wing the spirit up to god think mother that i am there with my sweet sister who has gone before us kneeling at our saviour's feet and happy oh how happy the afflicted mother made no reply her heart was too full to speak you remember mother how calmly amy died poor child she was so young and beautiful i always pray that i may die as she did i do not fear death as i did before she was taken from us but oh this pain this cruel pain it seems to draw my mind back from heaven when it leaves me i shall die in peace my poor child god's holy will be done the invalid soon sank into a quiet slumber the excitement was over and exhausted nature sought relief in sleep the persons between whom this scene passed were a widow and her sick daughter from the neighbourhood of tours they had left the banks of the loire to consult the more experienced physicians of the metropolis and had been directed to the maison de sainte at Auteuil for the benefit of the pure air but all in vain the health of the suffering but uncomplaining patient grew worse and worse and it soon became evident that the closing scene was drawing near of this jacqueline herself seemed conscious and toward evening she expressed a wish to receive the last sacraments of the church a priest was sent for and ere long the tinkling of a little bell in the street announced his approach he bore in his hand a silver vase containing the consecrated wafer and a small vessel filled with the holy oil of the extreme unction hung from his neck before him walked a boy carrying a little bell whose sound announced the passing of these symbols of the catholic faith in the rear a few of the villagers bearing lighted wax tapers formed a short and melancholy procession they soon entered the sick chamber and the glimmer of the tapers mingled with the red light of the setting sun that shot his farewell rays through the open window the vessel of oil and the vase containing the consecrated wafer were placed upon the table in front of a crucifix that hung upon the wall and all present excepting the priest threw themselves upon their knees the priest then approached the bed of the dying girl and said in a slow and solemn tone the king of kings and lord of lords has passed thy threshold is thy spirit ready to receive him it is father hast thou confessed thy sins holy father no confess thyself then that thy sins may be forgiven and thy name recorded in the book of life and turning to the kneeling crowd around he waved his hand for them to retire and was left alone with the sick girl he seated himself beside her pillow and the subdued whisper of the confession mingled with the murmur of the evening air which lifted the heavy folds of the curtains and stole in upon the holy scene poor jacqueline had few sins to confess a secret thought or two toward the pleasures and delights of the world a wish to live unuttered but which to the eye of her self-accusing spirit seemed to resist the wise providence of god no more the confession of a meek and lowly heart is soon made the door was again opened the attendants entered and knelt around the bed and the priest proceeded and now prepare thyself to receive with contrite heart the body of our blessed lord and redeemer dost thou believe that our lord jesus christ was conceived by the holy spirit and born of the virgin mary i believe and all present joined in the solemn response i believe 
dost thou believe that the father is god that the son is god and that the holy spirit is god three persons and one god i believe dost thou believe that the son is seated on the right hand of the majesty on high whence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead i believe dost thou believe that by the holy sacraments of the church thy sins are forgiven thee and that thus thou art made worthy of eternal life i believe dost thou pardon with all thy heart all who have offended thee in thought word or deed i pardon them and dost thou ask pardon of god and thy neighbour for all offences thou hast committed against them either in thought word or deed i do then repeat after me o lord jesus i am not worthy nor do i merit that thy divine majesty should enter this poor tenement of clay but according to thy holy promises be my sins forgiven and my soul washed white from all transgression then taking a consecrated wafer from the vase he placed it between the lips of the dying girl and while the assistant sounded the little silver bell said corpus domini nostri jesu christi custodiat animam tuam in vitam eternam and the kneeling crowd smote their breasts and responded in one solemn voice amen the priest then took from the silver box on the table a little golden rod and dipping it in holy oil anointed the invalid upon the hands feet and breast in the form of the cross when these ceremonies were completed the priest and his attendants retired leaving the mother alone with her dying child who from the exhaustion caused by the preceding scene sank into a death-like sleep between two worlds life hovered like a star twixt night and morn upon the horizon's verge the long twilight of the summer evening stole on the shadows deepened without and the night lamp glimmered freely in the sick chamber but still she slept she was lying with her hands clasped upon her breast her pallid cheek resting upon the pillow and her bloodless lips apart but motionless and silent as the sleep of death not a breath interrupted the silence of her slumbers not a movement of the heavy and sunken eyelid not a trembling of the lip not a shadow on the marble brow told when the spirit took its flight it passed to a better world than this there's a perpetual spring perpetual youth no joint benumbing cold nor scorching heat famine nor age have any being there End of section four